everybody, welcome once again to Starship Podcast Warlock. My name is Drew. My name is Jeff. And we are well into the second series of AbFab at this point. Uh, for those of you just tuning in, because I know uh, when I have a podcast that I'm interested in, I like to start with the you know 60th episode or whatever this is. Uh, we are, are watching Absolutely Fabulous, the British sitcom. Uh, uh, British sitcoms come from the United Kingdom, which is England, Scotland, Wales, Ireland, I guess. They're all part of the UK, right? And all of our UK listeners have just thrown <laughs> their phones across the room. Uh, I don't know. Uh, do, do they have phones there? <laughs> I don't know. It's it's a very unusual country with different customs. I want to point out, I have been, I have been to England, Wales, and Ireland. So, um, <laughs> yes. I have only been to London, and that's it. The country okay. of yeah, London. I actually... I actually never made it to London. Um, I was on a uh, on a um, choir tour, uh, and so oh, we, yeah. we started in in Chester and went to York. Uh, I, York was amazing, and then um, ended up in, in Wales for a little bit, and then went to Dublin and Cork. And um, I'm pretty and, sure I could have uh, spent weeks in London. Uh, I barely scratched oh, yeah. the surface. Um, I'm I'm dying to go to go there at some point. Um, and it'll I, happen. Of course, I want to see the rest of the country as well. But uh, so yeah. many so many things right there. Um, anyway, yeah, we're watching that, and we are um, we're we're going to sync up in a little while with whatever uh, form you have AbFab on, whether it's a DVD or I guess a Blu-ray, some form of streaming. Uh, maybe you just have it memorized and you're pressing play in your head in some kind of weird Sherlockian mind palace sort of situation. Whatever it is, uh, we'll be syncing up and we'll be talking all over the jokes. Uh, so look forward to that. Just the thing you always want someone to do. Um, and then we'll be commenting on it afterwards. And beforehand, we will be chit-chatting about a topic related to the show. And today's topic you, is... You did say chit-chatting. I, I did say chit-chatting. Although okay. I always mark explicit on these just in case. That mm. way I don't have to remember if we said fuck or not. Um, I see. So <laughs> well played. <laughs> we are now going to talk about Jane Horrocks, who plays Bubble on AbFab. Belgium. Just say Belgium. <laughs> Belgium, man. Uh, whose name apparently is Barbara Jane Horrocks, uh, which is the very first thing I see on our uh, trusty research source, Wikipedia. Aren't you glad this uh, podcast is free? Uh <laughs> <laughs> yes, Barbara Jane Horrocks is her name, and she is uh, slightly over 10 years older than I am. Okay, I thought you were going to say slightly over 10 years old, and I was going to be very confused. <laughs> she is like, slightly over 10 years old. Not that little. Hello, I'm Bubble. Uh, <laughs> yes, so, um, and I don't think we're going to get to it unless we go past the third season, but we, um, uh, we have definitely seen her as Bubble, and she also plays Katie Grin later on in the show. Which was always weird to me. Like the fact that she played another voice was interesting, but it's kind of like having, um, uh, kind of having Tim McInerney playing uh, Darling after having played Percy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It is a bit. Um, it's just it's weird to me. Um, I don't actually remember much about Katie Grin. Those later seasons I know less well than these earlier seasons, and even these I haven't watched in a long time. So I'm, I'm sort of rediscovering certain things. Um, so I don't really remember what Katie Grin is like, but I assume that she grins. I think so, and I, I think just like bubble bubbles. Um, yes, I see what you did there. <laughs> I, I'm glad you're. I'm glad you're right on. Um, so yeah, um, we're we're gonna we're gonna little, 
little known fact that uh, that she has such range that in addition to Grin and Bubble, she uh, starred in a McDonald's ad campaign where she played Grimace. She did not. No, I was just okay. going with the whole smile grimace. Never mind. <laughs> God, work with me, man. Work with me. Uh, Actually, that's not much to work with. Never mind. Let yeah. Anyway, you can you can you can edit this out, can't you? Uh, I maybe. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I just don't want to. We are going to. Uh, it's a lot of work. Editing is a lot of work. I do less and less of it uh-huh. these days, as our faithful listeners realize to their chagrin. Uh, so yeah, we're we're gonna trawl through this page and look for interesting facts and and read them to you uh, because I know that opening up Wikipedia would be a chore, and we like to relieve you of chores here at Starship Podcast Warlock. Yeah, our our middle name is Podcast. So <laughs> let's uh, let's uh, kind of go through this and see what what's up. So she was born in Lancashire, uh, which is a non-metropolitan and ceremonial county in northwest England. When I hover over the word, it says that. That's a thing that you can do on on Wikipedia. It's very remarkable. Um, She, uh, let's see, she went to RADA with Imogen Stubbs and Ralph Fiennes. Rafe Fiennes. Ralph Fiennes. Oh, and she was in the the RSC, which I did not know. I'm very curious about that, but Wikipedia tells me no more. I would love to know what parts Jane Horrocks played in various Shakespearean plays. I would as well. I'm very curious about that. If any of you know, listening to Starship Podcast Warlock, please let us know. You can reach us at Starship Warlock on Twitter without the podcast in the middle. Not a joke. That really is our Twitter account. Not a joke. A sales game. <laughs> Not that any of these others really qualify as jokes either. Uh, moving on. Uh, so, Little Voice or better known, I guess, as The Rise and Fall of Little Voice, was a play, which I sort of didn't know beforehand. And I had hoped to watch her movie, uh, her movie, the Little Voice movie, (laughs) before we did this. Uh, But I just, uh, I keep forgetting to do it. So we will not be able to talk about that in connection with this, unless you have seen it. I have not. Um, Okay. I've seen her call Michael Caine is in it as well. Um, Mm, Yeah, maybe. I, uh, yeah, well... I, uh, yep, I was... he is in it, mm-hmm. and there are others. There are some other people in the movie, so there are more than two Jim people Broadbent, in that movie. Ewan McGregor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, better known as Jean Luc uh, Picard. Just trolling. All right. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> can you imagine? All right. So, uh, yeah. So she did this play, uh, and that I guess came right before she started uh, being an abfab. Um, and I'm kind of hoping this this article explains her connect, like how she got hooked up with these lunatics uh, to be in the show. Uh, I mean, it's it is interesting to point out that Little Voice is very much about somebody that that is very good at mimicking different mm-hmm. voices, which mm-hmm. is why it was written for her. And if you think about the fact that her character from Bubble, you know, you may be surprised, but that's not how she talks in real life. And and Katie Grant is obviously a very different character for that. And um, and some of the other things that you see her in um she pops up in um i mean this is jumping a little bit ahead but uh uh there's the um the pilot mirror ball that was um most of the abfab cast that was doing a very different type of show and and again a very different character um you know she's got a lot of range and so i'd expect to see her in a whole bunch of different things yeah i i really do want to watch little voice maybe i will uh get it for the plane um 
she dated Sam Mendes, apparently. Not that that is the most important thing we need to know about her, but that was just the next sentence that I read. Uh, let's see, what else? Oh, so that so Little Voice was 1998, which I didn't realize it was quite that late, but she'd definitely been doing a lot of AbFab by then when she reprised yeah. that role. Um, let's see, and then there's a CD. I mean, the play itself was late 80s, early 90s, but yeah, the movie was... The movie was post Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and I guess she has a CD for their adventures of Little Voice, um, singing in the style of various uh, various divas. Uh, it cites Judy Garland, Shirley Bassey, and Ethel Merman here. Uh, so yeah, a lot of singing. Let's Appeared on see. Stage a lot for, of stage, um, a lot of stage plays, uh, which is always yeah, interesting. I, mean, I note it notes that one of them was Cabaret, another one was Macbeth. I don't know if she was playing Lady M or not. Probably Macbeth. Um, yeah, it's interesting. interesting. <laughs> I, well, I, mean, I can totally see Jane Horrocks. Is this a dagger or, or I see before me? Or one of the witches, actually. I mean, um, because uh, at be. one point I noted here that uh, she is in uh, the production of Weird Sisters. So I, I think um, I, I'm not sure if she was one of um, one of the uh, one of the witches in that. Oh, well. she was. Oh, yes, she was uh, McGrath Garlic in. Um, in that and June Whitfield was Nanny Og. Oh, is so this you, another you have, um, Terry Pratchett uh, thing? Yes. Okay. Yes. So, so you have two of the two of the three main witches, and Weird Sisters is in some. There are some bits where Pratchett is doing a pastiche of Macbeth or some of the mm. uh, or some other Shakespeare, and so you have that with two thirds of the witches being played by former Abfab folks. That's fun. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, let's see. Uh, I. I would love to see this. Uh, it says she did, in 2016, she did a show called If You Kiss Me, Kiss Me, which is versions of tracks by the likes of Joy Division, The Smiths, Buzzcocks, and The Human League. I would pay good money to see that. I think that'd be amazing. Speaking of, speaking of which, this is jumping down into the middle of the next paragraph, but it mentions that one of the things that she did was a uh, uh, one-off show called Never Mind the Horrocks. <laughs> so good. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So voiceover, she's done voice work in Chicken Run, Christmas Carol the movie, whatever that is, Corpse Bride. That's interesting. I I must have, I don't think I realized she was in that when I saw it, but I, I kind of had trouble staying awake during that one anyway, so. Yeah, so did I, I'm afraid. Um, <laughs> Garfield, pity. The Tale of Two Kitties. Well, yeah. we all make mistakes. Uh, Tinkerbell, whatever that is. Uh, I don't think I've even heard of that. I assume it's a uh, Peter Pan related that, thing, but I don't know if it's. It, I guess it's animated. It's a computer, yeah, it's a computer animated Disney Tinkerbell, you know, modern. Huh. Like, again, you know the, how they've done a million things now with the different Disney characters now. So they they made oh, a little boy, yeah. Um, and of course, yeah. she was Fenchurch in the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy radio adaptation. And made it far more interesting than, than the character ever was in the books, in my opinion. But she she had a very good chemistry with um, with uh, Simon Jones. I thought it worked very well together, the two of them. Yeah, that sounds good. Let's see some other television shows. Um, I don't recognize a lot of these. I know what Victoria Wood is. Um, Weird Sisters, you already mentioned. Red Dwarf, mm -hmm. apparently she was on. Jericho, yeah, which I never curious watched. Which. Which episode of Red Dwarf? I feel like I should know that. Hmm. Oh, it probably says down below. Let's find out. Hmm. While we're here, 
Red Dwarf. She was Nirvana Crane in Hollow Ship in the fifth season. Huh. Interesting. No idea. Okay. All right. What else do we have here? Um, Yeah, she has a a very sort of um, assorted career. Commercials, Uh, narrating a TV series. Commercials for 10 years for, for... Tesco, the, the UK supermarket. Oh, and see the ten years Prun- part. That's amazing. With with Prunella Scales, yay. <laughs> uh, who most of you should know from a certain TV show uh, called Faulty Towers. I don't know what that is. Just kidding. Yeah, uh, you said that with a straight face. I could tell <laughs> right through the microphone. That's what I do. Um, the Great Sport Relief Bake Off. So the celebrity version of the Great British Bake Off. She was in that, which I guess was a charity event. Uh, lots more stage plays. It's very interesting. I wonder how she chooses her projects. Definitely a lot of stage work here. and A lot of uh, voice work. Um, TV series. Uh, one of the first things she did in 1988 was uh, episode 1.9, The True Bride of Jim Henson's Storyteller. What? Wow. And then, and then 1989, uh, episode 1.8 of The Jim Henson Hour. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, also an episode of Tales from the Crypt. But <laughs> I, I digress. Wow. What else is here? Watership Down? Which I've still never seen or read, but this is the 99-2000 mm-hmm. Miniseries, I guess it must have been. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, not the original. What else do we have here? Phineas and Ferb. Let's see. Oh, and yeah. The voice of Tubby Phone in the revival of Teletubbies. (laughs) That's got to be cute. Uh, And then something called Bloods in 2021. But the page doesn't exist. I wonder if it... Music canceled. videos. Music videos, 1963 oh, by New Order. How interesting. Hmm. I'm trying to think if I've ever seen the video for 1963. I know the song. I, yeah, I, I don't know if I I'll have to. i have to go watch that now. Yeah. Um, bonus episode. What else? Television films. Did we skip past movies? I think we did. I, I skipped around here. So. Yeah. The Wolves of Willoughby Chase. And The Witches. I don't remember her from The Witches. I have seen that. But it's been a long Wait, time. Wait, is it the, the 1990 Road Uh, Yeah. Mm, okay, although mm-hmm. they just did a new version of that. With, yeah. Uh, Anne Hathaway, if I remember correctly. The Witchiest Person Alive. Anne Hathaway. <laughs> that's, uh, that's me being ironic. Let's see. Yeah, a lot of, like, kids stuff. Which kind of makes sense. Yeah. The Pirate Fairy. That looks like that's reprising her role from Fairy Uh, Mary, Pixie Hollow Games, and things like that. That seems to be a series. And, of course, the cartoon, Swimming with Men. What? (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. It's, uh, It's probably not a cartoon. Oh, is it? Is it a video nasty? <laughs> is it the master? Um, <laughs> yeah, I think we've we've kind of like uh, exhausted this. Yeah, category. kind of just uh, picked this one to death. Um, mm. But there's a lot of stuff here that I wish I could see because I, as you know, enjoy 
Bubbles' appearances on the show so much, and I, I just I love her personas that she projects in all of the stuff that she does, and uh, or at least all the stuff I've seen, which it looks like is a a mere sliver of her long illustrious career. So lots of stuff to seek out here. Um, I just scrolled past something that said she was learner lesbian and came out. It rained, went back in again, which I sound, which sounds lovely. <laughs> okay, the title alone gets my <laughs> approval. Wonderful. So that's uh, that's Jane Horrocks, and uh, I think it might be time to see Jane Horrocks in Absolutely Fabulous. What do you I think? I think we should do that. All right. I, I think. So. Uh, we are going to take a short break. Uh, there will be a brief musical interlude, and then we'll be watching the episode. So get it ready. We'll be right back. All right. It is time now for us to watch the fourth episode of the second series of AbFab, which is called New Best Friend. And I do remember a little bit about this episode, but not a lot of the details. Actually, no, I do remember a lot of the details. This is going to be fun. So <laughs> I remember quite a bit. But, uh, spoilers, we'll talk about it afterwards. Yeah, I, I think this is actually one of the ones I was halfway thinking about doing back when our plan was to do uh, a mix of things. And I was going to mm -hmm. watch, we were going to watch like two episodes of each show. I, I did consider this for uh, the one I was going to pick, which should be interesting to see if it would actually have stood up. So we'll find out. Uh, Let's do this. Those of you listening at home, uh, of course, you need to queue up your video of AbFab. Uh, I would say, you know, play it and then pause it at like zero or, or one second. And we'll all start at the same time when I say three, two, one, play. Jeff, are you ready? Yes. Everyone listening to this, uh, say yes if you're ready right now. Are you ready? Good. Then we'll begin. All right. So let me pull up my DVD player, and here we go. Three, two, one, play. I feel like this version of the theme was a little unusual. More staccato than usual, somehow. Hmm. I like that black and white to color thing. That's yeah, funny. I was just thinking about that. They've done that every episode this season, I think, or at least the last one or so. No, oh, she's gone to work for Marie Claire. She's a good, 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 ghost. <laughs> Stress fairly tastefully today. Ha, ha, ha. 
<laughs> that you know. Yeah, of. But he's still weird. <laughs> I mean, come on, that is Goldblum to a T. <laughs> he does say that a lot. <laughs> Never mind the bullocks. <laughs> <laughs> and this is how you Marie Kondo. Yeah. She is bringing joy everywhere. It's more like a joy division. <laughs> when Cameron was in <laughs> Egypt's land. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha. 
<laughs> doesn't even look like her. <laughs> I like that Patsy is making no effort at all to fit in with this. The arrows. <laughs> <laughs> like the fact they're being shot in an angle <laughs> to make it even weirder. <laughs> I remember this going on nearly as long as it is. I know. <laughs> yes. Thank you. I was waiting for that. I mean, that's Chekhov's chimes right there. Right. <laughs> I do love the fact that uh, Bettina is a little bit of leverage that Gran has over Patsy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yes, sir. Tell her how you feel. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> mm. 
Oh, hooray. Well, that's... That's funny. I forgot that we actually get to see eight again. Wait a minute. Is she from the Kumars? I don't know. She looks familiar. <laughs> but the that noise is from either Defender or Robotron. Yeah. Is it sad? <laughs> that is one of the best lines of the whole show. It's especially funny because he's essentially reacting to a Vivian character. Right. <laughs> this is very like fat, isn't it? The yes. childhood friend or the old friend mm -hmm. showing up again and it's completely different than you expect. <laughs> Bose's blanket. I don't know, you're holding blankets. <laughs> oh, terrifying. 
<laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I wonder if this is when I decided never to have kids. You know, for fat, I seem to recall that we don't we don't meet the friend until towards the end. Yes? Right. Yeah. So I wonder if they thought about this and this was the reaction to it. Maybe. Because considering how much the world warps around Eddie and Patsy, it's interesting how they get crowded out of their own. Yeah. Are you my mummy? <laughs> also making Eddie look like uh, Mother of the Year on top of all this. Right. Right. <laughs> 
idea of her putting oh, together a resume let alone being headhunted by all these magazines the is look hilarious. on Eddie's face uh-huh. like the jaw yep. editor <laughs> yeah 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 Hey, she got out of the car normally. She did. She must really be upset. <laughs> Joseph. Well, we'll pass Jesus and Mary in a moment. <laughs> what is she doing? It's fascinating. and it really really is First of multiple appearances. Ha, 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 ha. 
Lilo <laughs> <laughs> Dallas Multipass. <laughs> <laughs> Safi, you have no idea this time. <laughs> I can understand that.
<laughs> Is he? <laughs> oh my god it really was Britt Eklund that's so funny what's that? it was Britt Eklund yes yes it was I thought maybe I but then that. I was like it can't possibly be, can it? Her face. <laughs> oh, what a life they lead. Hmm. All right, we are going to take a brief musical interlude and then come back and discuss that episode. Alright, we're back, and it's time for Jeff to say what he thought about New Best Friend. I thought it was an episode. Uh, no, <laughs> Very I, good. Um, That's all the time we have. And Alright, well, goodbye. Um, yeah, no, I let's say that it was definitely a step up from the last episode, which is not saying much, but uh, but <laughs> it was it was enjoyable. I forgot that Aid uh, and uh, and the rest of them, for that matter, was yes. in as much of that episode as they were. I love the fact that... Um, that um, uh, uh, Ruby Wright, what's her face? Uh, got a uh, applause when she came in, and, and bits of that almost felt like a stand-up routine, to be honest, like almost mm -hmm. like the Alexei Sale bits. And um, yeah, uh, although of course, uh, Aid gets his lines in, and and um, <laughs> so that was amusing. Of course, our, our little bubble bit—not my favorite bubble bits—but it's uh, it's good, of course, to see her in there. Um, I love the fact that all of a sudden that the world is revolving around somebody other than uh, than Eddie, and and mm -hmm. that sort of reversal, and how that gets. Um, everything gets upended um the the little spat uh between uh pats and adina i love that history that you uh, that you find out uh not to mention um yeah i, I love the concept of the whole passive aggressive uh, dual lunch and it's kind of mm -hmm. you know we see them be on the outs later on in the third season in ways that are much less funny because they're going more for the drama but in this case it's just it's just funny and um 
and of course, um, the Miranda Richardson at her um, most. I was going to say scene chewing, but like she's done so many different types of scene chewing over the year. This is in a way that I don't think we've really seen her in anything else that I can think of. Um, so, uh, I, you know, she's nowhere near, you know, either Queenie or, or some of the more malevolent characters that she just plays. She's just, she's just strung out uh, in a completely different way. I enjoyed mm-hmm. that. And the ending, um, yeah, I, I, I like the ending of this episode. The only thing that's funny about it, of course, is that... Um, uh, I almost feel like it'd be funnier if there was a little more foreshadowing in there somehow, but uh, um, regardless, it's funny to reconcile this with, considering if you had picked this for your episode uh, when we were just doing the idea of doing you know a few assorted episodes and I was going to pick the sex episode, I almost feel like that one um, negates some of the things that happened in this episode with, with Eddie. Um, oh, Eddie yeah, has, yeah. Hasn't had it for a long time, so I, I find that... Uh, that interesting in its own regard, uh, but uh, but overall, like there, there are enough bits that I enjoyed it. Okay, the whole extended bit, the extended flashback, uh, like I forgot <laughs> that went on that long. But actually, the fact that it went on that long was part of what made it so. Like it's supposed to feel nails on a chalkboard, so that when when Patsy stumbles into that and all that noise, like I, I it works perfectly. I think if it had gone on longer, it would have been a problem. But it was just the right length. Mm-hmm. So yeah, overall, I I enjoyed this quite a bit. Um, yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> yeah, this is, this is a fun one slash super tense one in a lot of ways. Um, I too enjoy the magazine scenes with that particular cast so much, um, <laughs> with just so, uh, there are very few bits, but they're really golden. Um, like the whole, is it expensive? Uh, what do you mean? Uh, did it cost a lot? <laughs> and of course, AIDS line. Um, Mr. Dictionary has deserted us once again, has he? Um, those are, uh, well, the latter in in particular is one of my favorite quotes from this, this show. Um, the, uh, the one who came in complaining about Spain is Joe Brand, I think, uh, who indeed, uh, was a, a stand up. Uh, and part of the alternative comedy movement. That's the uh, the tie-in there, I would say. Um, but uh, but yeah, very funny. Kind of kind of Magda, but slowed down and like much more bitter, which I think is fun. Yeah. Um, and yeah, yeah. One of the th- one of the things that uh, I'm realizing here um, is that if we were, I think, more up on. Uh, various British celebrities, we would get even more out of this because uh, the Zandra Rhodes, I guess, is a real uh, fashion designer as opposed to an actress playing a fashion designer, which I did not know. No, oh, interesting. Uh, and Britt Eklund, of course, was herself. I thought, is that? I mean, like, I thought for sure that it was, mm-hmm. but I didn't want to say anything at the time because, you know, we never say anything on this podcast that's incorrect or, uh, yeah. you know, embarrassingly off target. So I didn't want to say it, but. Yeah, it really is her, uh, which is a lot of fun. And, of course, Lulu was Lulu. Uh, but I love their relationship, <laughs> the relationship Anita has with Lulu. Um, and oh, just, yeah. uh, like, it's amazing that she puts up with it at all. I, I, I figure she must uh, she must be cheap, cheap <laughs> for uh, PR in some ways. 
Um, I, I was right, by the way, also in terms of guest stars, that um, uh, Mira Sial, who uh, was the co-worker that was busy playing mm-hmm. uh, video games or whatever, I, I'm like, she was in the Kumars, and, and yeah, she was uh, also... Um, uh, in addition to that, she was in Doctor Who and yep. Cold Blood and Hungry Earth, and uh, and I'm like, it's funny. That's one of the things that you know I, I recognized her, but uh, uh, I wouldn't. It, that was all stuff that happened after Abfab. So going back and watching this and seeing actors uh, earlier in their career is kind of fascinating. Yeah, I don't know if I would have recognized her. She looks quite young in this. Yeah. Um, yeah, and the whole bubble bit, like I was saying earlier, like it's it's crazy to me to imagine Bubble being headhunted. Like, I know. What could she possibly uh, be showing these people to to make her an appealing hiring prospect? I, I have no idea, but uh, it's pretty good. Um, what else? We were talking a little bit about fat earlier um, and how this is uh, oh, yeah, similar but different. Yeah, I mean, I, I think uh, the old friend coming back, It's I never really noticed before how much they reuse these things these uh, kind of structures and tropes and things. We talked about Morocco versus France. Mm-hmm. And uh, and this is yet another old friend coming back and being even more different, I think, this time. The contrast is higher. Um, and I had, almost, I had almost forgotten until I was reviewing this uh, for this podcast that um, Adina ends the whole thing by banging Max on the baby monitor. <laughs> Which oh yeah, that's the is, that's the most memorable thing for me of this episode is the way it ended. Awful, but also extremely clever. <laughs> it's also like I love the look on um, on everybody's faces. Like I mean, it's it's almost it's not it's not really devastating for Patina. Like the it's more resignation more than anything else. Or oh Jesus Christ! I mean, yeah, yeah the, the look on her face is very interesting. It's not it's not okay. This is. In fact, I think if she was destroyed by it, like that would have, that that would have destroyed the the comedy of the episode. Yeah, it would have been a lot less it, funny. It, but it, she's it was just like it was the resignation. Yeah, yeah, I'm fascinated by that. Yeah, that's good. I, and speaking of looks on faces, uh, I love Adina's uh, defiant look when <laughs> after that in the credits when Safi's confronting her about it, and she's just like, "I dare you to say anything about it." Um, I uh, yeah. I, I also had to look up uh, Patrick Barlow, who plays Max. I was curious what else uh, he had been in. Um, so uh, he was in uh, in Victoria Wood as well. Um, mm. And uh, uh, Midsummer Murders, interestingly enough, but um, also has done a bunch of French and Saunders episodes. Hmm. So interesting. It just says as various characters uh, throughout. It looks like throughout a good number of the uh, series overall. So interesting. Um, yeah, that's interesting. And Clatterford as well, which I believe also has a bunch of uh, uh, Abfab connections. Interesting. Interesting. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's all I have to say. I do. I do like this one a lot. It is un- uncomfortable in a lot of ways. Um, but I, I think it's also just really densely packed with a lot of good bits. So, uh, yeah, good stuff. I mean, it is true. It is true that, you know, I've, I've had somebody that said that part of the reason that they didn't care for Abfab is just people yelling at each other all the time. Which of course <laughs> you could say, you could say that about the young ones too, but I, I point out that, you know, that's where you have all the fantasy segments. That's where you have some of the, the married with childrenish type, uh, creative insults. Um, oh God, there was one episode, uh, one 
line in this one that uh, oh the the anal retentive line um, <laughs> that I thought was was perfect. You know, I couldn't stand up without sucking up the furniture. Um, like that that's that's one of my favorite episodes. Uh, ep- favorite comments. <laughs> one of the things that's great about uh, um, Joanna Lumley's delivery of that is that in, instead of pausing for the laugh, she she hisses through it. <laughs> Well, I, th- I think the problem was that it would have lost up the, the furniture. momentum. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they were, because they were already starting to laugh at that point. So she's like, you know, what do you do? Uh, you, know, you can't pause midway through the line without totally losing that. So uh, Just brilliant. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it just adds so yeah. much. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it suddenly becomes very visual, uh, that image. Oh, yeah. Yep. Uh, so that was a good one. I enjoyed it. And uh, we only have two more left in this sequence. Poor and birth. Mm-hmm. And then on to series three. That's right. Uh, well, we did the Twitter plug earlier, so I, th- I think we have nothing else to plug, except um, if you are somehow just joining us now, which I have reason to believe that you might be, um, check out the previous seasons of this podcast, where we do... Uh, the same thing we're doing now, except for The Young Ones and Black Adder and Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. I was about to say that the 80s series, but that's the only series we've had. So yeah, the six-episode mm-hmm. series from the 80s. So if you're interested in this and you watch those shows as well, uh, please do backtrack. It isn't completely abfab, but right now, that is what we are watching. That sounds exciting, Drew. I think I will do that. <laughs> as will I. I'm curious to hear what we have had to say. And on that note, this has been Drew. This has been Jeff. And you have been listening to Starship Podcast Warlock. Warlock. Bye, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>